Do you want a little help? Don't worry about me. Fighting that little beast made me start thinking about the animals I left behind on the island, and so I let my guard down. Now to fight like I mean it. All right. Baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred over here to bring you another awesome interview and saying, hey, what's up? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Um, What's going on? We got a very, very special guest in the building. We got the man of a thousand tongues that drop hot fire everywhere he go. We going to let him introduce himself in a way he want to be introduced and we going to take away. Good, sir. It's all on you. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Hieroglyphics, a.k.a. HRGF. He raps great for real, hailing from Orange County, New York, man. Yeah! Songwriter. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Songwriter, writer, technical genius, uh, uh, astrophysicist, Rubik's Cube aficionado, um, Mr. AKA, Mr. AKA. There's too many to name, but I appreciate you having me on here. Good sir. Good sir. <laughs> Man, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you for having on, man. Cause I know you, you're a busy man. You know you're here making, doing everything. Oh wait, man, I gotta do this right. Here. Man, I appreciate you for coming on. So, yeah, man. My first question is gonna be to you, man. What makes you a blurred? What makes me a blurred? Oh lord. Um, it's funny. I've had this conversation with a lot of people. You know, there's a clear distinction and differentiation between like I guess nerd and geek um I always considered like a geek like someone that was like really tech savvy that stayed in the library and stayed in the computer lab and just really was just super super invested into like you know science and math and stuff like that and I always looked at like nerd which is kind of similar but you know they picked a particular thing that they were a nerd at but then again you can pretty much be a nerd in anything you know a person that likes you know again computers or math or science or comic books, anime, reading, whatever. So what makes me a blurred is, is um, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of the two things I mentioned, math and science. That's what I went to school for, chemistry and physics. Um, but I'm a huge fan also of superheroes and anime. And I like to incorporate the both into my writing. And that's how I get it done. So that's how I would consider myself a blurred. Okay, that's what's up. Well, thank you for that wonderful Jeopardy answer because that was very right on the point, right on the money. That's what I'm <laughs> talking about. And to follow up on the next question, how do you feel and what do you think about the word and term blurred? Um, hmm, that's a good question. 
when I hear the term blurred, I mean, besides the actual meaning of black nerd, I, um, I always think of the past when I was growing up and people pretty much dictating who the nerds were in school or after school or at, you know, these programs that we were in, whether it be sports or just extracurricular activities. And people would be like, man, those guys are nerds over there. And, you know, I feel like they all come from different walks of life, but the black ones specifically caught, I feel like, a brunt of the negativity due to the fact that a lot of the things that we associate with nerd culture, especially anime um, and superheroes, you know, these a lot of those characters aren't black. So when I hear it, it makes me feel good to know that we can put our little cultural taste on a lot of the things that we consider nerd to us. And it's dope that we can do it without as much ridicule as we dealt with when we were growing up. So I really look at it as a confident compliment to be called that because I feel like we're setting our own wave of nerddom where we can be ourselves with people that look like ourselves and it's just going to keep proliferating from there. So I like it. I like the term. I like to consider myself that. And um, I'm going to keep considering myself that because that's exactly what I am. Mm. Okay. Okay. Most definitely. Most definitely. Appreciate that. Because I like to hear everybody intake on that, you know, on that subject because some people feel as though that, you know, they don't want to be labeled or they don't want to be, you know, claimed with that word because it's putting them in a box and you know nobody Mm -hmm. don't like to be labeled and being put in the box they like to be outside of the box and be different so absolutely i like that answer so man thank you for sharing that so what you do sir you know you drop hot fire so (laughs) how so tell us the origin story of how the name hieroglyphics came to be and you know what you do now on this awesome platform um, so when I first started write, uh, writing and rapping, um, I actually used to go by Young Pocket. I feel like when you first start off, you have that really corny, <laughs> typical name. So Young Pocket. Um, and I got over that name really quickly. You know, uh, as I started to grow and I started to see my skills, you know, improve, I was like, I need to change this. So... At the time, I was heavily into gaming, and I used to play Call of Duty and Gears of War and Halo a lot. And I was like, man, and that was also my gamer tag, Young Pockets. I was like, man, I need a new gamer tag. And growing up, I used to always love the spelling of hieroglyphics. Okay. The actual spelling. And I was like, man, this is so cool. And, of course, I tried to use that as my gamer tag at the time. And, of course, it was taken because it's, very, I mean, it's not very popular, but it's common enough where someone would have it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the rap group, you know, as well. And I was like, man, I like that word. I'm, I'm not going to give up on it. I really, really want that as my gamer tag. So I was like, wait a second. I feel like when people see the word, depending on where you are in the world, you will pronounce it a certain way. Like if you're <clears throat> Asian or Middle Eastern or, well, that's in Asia, but, um, you know, you're going to say hieroglyphics, you know what I mean? And then Americans will say hieroglyphics. So I was like, I wonder if I can spell it in a way where people won't mess up the the word itself. So I was like, I'll spell it H-I-G-H, H-I-G-H, hi, R-O-W, glyph, and then F-I-X. And then when I put that, you know, I, it worked. No one else had it on Xbox. And I was like, great. This is so dope. Yes. And then people were like, yo, that's a dope gamer tag. That's a dope gamer tag. And I was like, 
still game attack, huh? What if I use this as my name too? I was like, what if I use this as my rap name too? And then it pretty much just stuck. But then people just kept messing up that name too. They were like, oh, high grow And I'm just like, how? I'm spelt it that way purposely so you guys wouldn't mess it up. I'm like, come on, like high grow. Like come on. I used to even put hyphens in between it too, just so people, and they'd still mess it up. Even when I used to say my name's Hydro, they'd be like, oh, high grow or hydro. And I'm like, bro, bro. So then I was like, you know what? You guys can just call me HRGF, which is like the first letter of each, you know, thing. And then people started messing that up too. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have you guys call me HR. But then I was like, that's not that good. Let me actually create an acronym for it. And then that's when I came up randomly with he raps great for real. And I was like, yeah, that, that right there is going to be good. And then I feel like over time, people were like, Yo, Hyrule, man, hieroglyphics. I'm like, oh, so you guys acknowledge it now. Now you guys can say it correctly, huh? It's like, ah, okay. Before, you guys had no idea. But now, boom. So that's pretty much it. It started off as my gamer tag. I had it for a long time. Um, and then I just transitioned it to my rap name. And here we are. Okay. Here we are. Awesome. Awesome, man. I and mean, while you was talking, everybody was going in on the first name, Young Pockets. Yo, I know. I saw it. I saw it. It was terrible. Listen. Even when I used to say it, like, before records, like, I see, like, in the booth, just, like, you know, talking. Terrible, but whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is, you know? But I'm glad I changed it. I'm glad that people, like, um, like the new name now. So, again, I'm, I'm content. Okay. Bet. Bet. So, and we already got some questions in the question box already. I mean, when Dang. we started. But that's what I was saying. Uh, also... When I made the flyer, you asked the questions like, "Did you did you meant to put my name the way you put it?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Wordplay. You read from the bottom up and not from up to down, so you read high roll glyphics. I was like, "Correct." I bet people be saying like, "Is it glyphics? Is it glyphics? Roll high or roll glyphics?" Exactly. Like, like, how are you saying? Then you can say high roll glyphics. There it is. That's the name, right? Yeah, there. I, I had so, a feeling it was a play on words when you did. I was like, I'm sure this is his creative way of taking my name and you know having fun with it but i just had to ask just to be sure because i was like did he do this on purpose like he trying to throw people off you know but either way i i, I dig it you know what i mean appreciate that appreciate it. i'm just sort of like yeah he finna cuss me out about this i knew it was coming <laughs> like, sooner or later but um let's go with this first let's go with the first question let's go i'm here ready here you go your the first question right here how long does it take to think of to think of your content so um unbeknownst to you you know before you and i started following each other i solely just did raps um whether it be the picture racks of the characters or the amv raps that i do and now it's a plethora of things it's um you know me doing the comedy stuff the real estate all that stuff and to be honest with you it happens instantaneously just like that and i've told several people about this before in the past that I feel like what I do is kind of like a cheat code because while most artists take time to think about the concepts of the, 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 the raps that they're going to write, or even just songs in general, I'm not going to discriminate. Um, me, I'm rapping about the characters in third person. So there's endless amount of characters in DC, Marvel, Image, Archie, anime. So literally every day I just wake up and go, who am I going to rap about today? Who? You know what I mean? Or I just go based off the current show that I'm currently watching or okay. whatever. So I'm just like, all right, it's going to be so-and-so from this show or so-and-so from this show. And then literally I just find a beat and then boom, that's it. It's just like that. As far as everything else goes, the real estate videos, the through the cosmos with Mr. Glyphics, the corny pickup lines, again, 
it's very, very natural to me because I am a real estate agent. I'm a realtor in New York. Okay. So me dropping gems about that every day, that's easy because this is something that I do constantly and the laws change, the policies change. So I'm pretty much just letting you guys know and keeping you up to date what actually happens in the real world in my state. And then the random nonsense that I do with the random rambles and all that stuff, that's just me being me, you know? So there's not a lot of, you know, thought, I guess, that goes into it. So I don't mean to sound like very pompous about it, but it's just like, I'm just literally being who I am and then just having the camera rolling while I do it. So it doesn't take that long, man. It doesn't take that long. If anything, editing it and recording it takes the longest part, you know, I but bet. thinking of what I actually <laughs> need to do, it's very, very quick. I bet. I bet. Somebody said, bro, got time and money as a real estate. Yeah, he do. <laughs> he could do it all. He could drop. Yeah, a I appreciate that. He could drop a bar and he could drop your house. So what's, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, growing up as a kid from, mm-hmm. you know, elementary to college and everything like that, were you ever picked on or bullied for liking the things that you liked then as a kid that you love now? That, that embraces you that, you know, that you are a blur. So when it came to education, mm-hmm. I definitely got picked on a lot because I actually wasn't the smartest or brightest in the class, but there were certain areas that I was particularly bright at that most people weren't. So when I showed a lot of passion and interest in those things, that people definitely like, you know, turn their head and was like, okay, here we go. What do you think? Who do you think you are? And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like, I like it, you know? But when it came to, you know, shows and comics and stuff like that, oh, yeah, most definitely, you know, I mean, because while everyone else is watching, you know, I guess the most more popular shows or common shows, I'm watching stuff that most people don't watch. So when I mention it or even, again, show a lot of passion in it, it's like very foreign to them. They're like, dude, well, who watches that? Like, are you kidding me? Boom. So to uh, I forgot who pointed it out um, in the comment section it's just very uh, mind-boggling now that those same people are now fans of the same thing. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, "Wow, I've always been, I've always loved this. Now this show is cracking dope." And it's like when I was younger, I was trying to tell you it was dope, and you wasn't hearing it. You exactly. wasn't trying to hear that at all. You know, because I think one of the biggest things as human beings we do, and I'm definitely guilty of this, is that we don't give things a chance, and we just like to judge things before actually trying it. A big a big example of that is when it comes to food. People are also like, ew, that's nasty. How would you know? You've never tried, tried it. it. It's mm-hmm. like, you, you didn't even try it yet. So how do you know it's nasty? You know what I mean? Like, and, and, it, and it's just so funny because people will literally hear like maybe two sentences about a show or even just see two seconds of it. Like, nah, I'm not feeling that. I don't like it. It's like, you didn't even give it a chance. Like, <laughs> how could we ever evolve or even just change as a person if you don't just, literally get your feet wet because at the end of the day i'm saying try it i'm not saying invest in it i'm not saying watch the whole entire series or watch this or do this or go to school for this literally try it and then if you don't like it then cool step away but to say to say or to judge it beforehand is just like dude that makes no sense but yeah no i definitely did get picked on not too much but it was just enough for me to be like okay fine i'm not even gonna talk to you guys about it whatever but then again to my point when Years later, decades later, now everyone's a fan of this stuff. It's just like, oh, God. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. Even, like, the really, really popular preppy dudes and stuff like that, they're, like, all over it. And I'm just like, dude, you were the same guy giving people wedgies and putting us in the corner for that. And now it's like, 
you're wearing a dual disc and you're cosplaying and everything like that. It's exactly. like, come on. Like, you know, <laughs> so it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's insane. But, you know, it's human nature, I guess. Exactly. And I want to know, so from, from then to now, what do you think changed with people to make them to start to come out more to, to embracing their nerddom, their blurtness in this community? Like what changed? I think, I think two things. One, I think, um, judgment. I think some people don't like to get judged about certain things mm-hmm. because they feel as though they won't be in the same class of the people that they were in prior. So to the example I just gave about the preps and jocks, you know, they have a certain stature about themselves and certain characteristics about themselves that they have to uphold to stay in that clique of people. You know, you're supposed to be strong and cool and just run with the crowd and set by example. So if you start to deter yourself away from that and you're starting to watch anime and do these other things and you know, showing a lot of interest in education and stuff like that, then the rest of the group is going to be like, dude, that's not jock stuff. You know what I mean? So now it's like they're conforming to their ways opposed to being how I feel like they truly are. And then I think the second thing is, is that it's trends. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a trend. It's a following thing. I feel like people have this idea where it's like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. But then when they see other people liking it, it's like, Oh yeah, no, this is kind of dope. This is kind of dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially mm-hmm. like another great example that is music, you know, like a lot of people will hear an artist and be like, this person is whack. This person's whack. And the next thing you know, when the whole world's like, no, nah, this person's fired. This person won Grammys, Oscars. And then it's like, no, you know what? This person is kind of dope. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. You said they were whack before. It's like, are they actually dope now? Or is it just, you know, you see everyone else saying that they're fired. So now you're also like, yeah, they're fired. You know what I mean? Cause I'm one of those people where it's like, if you're going to be firm in your stance, be firm in your stance across mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. If you really don't like it, always don't like it. Don't, I mean, look, if you're going to give it a chance and change your opinion, that's one thing, but don't literally just say you like it now because everyone else likes it. You know what I mean? Cause then it's like, stop, stop. You just look like a bandwagoner right now. It's like, it's, it's not a good look. So I think again, I think it has to deal with judgment and I think it has to deal with just following trends, just being a part of the group, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Most definitely. Most definitely. And my next question is going to be for you. What rappers inspired you to do what you do? Who are like, who's so, hmm, okay. So I always, I, I feel like I always get this question. So two people <laughs> particularly, um, one, my brother, you know, okay. my brother actually was uh, in a group, prior to the group that him and I are in now and growing up watching him, I always thought it was very fascinating, you know, intriguing how he was able to do what he did, you know, taking certain words and rhyming them and putting them together with compounding and syllables and similes, metaphors, all the different types of ways he would take the literary devices and make them into what it is. So I always thought that was very, very intriguing because I never used to listen to rap growing up. I used to listen to a lot of R&B you know, uh, alternative rock, screamo, metal, all those things. So when I used to see people do the rhyming thing, I thought it was very impressive because it was like, dang, how are they doing this? Whether it be a freestyle or written, I was like, that's incredible. So, you know, although I didn't show a deep interest in it in the beginning, he, him doing all the the music that he did made me want to pursue it further. And I started doing it on my own. And then, you know, here I am today. But the second person I would say, who I always say is cannabis, um, and that's because when I first ever heard him on the DJ Clue Desert Storm 98 CD, mm. I was just blown away. I really thought that this was the peak level of lyrical content when it came to music. Um, I was very, very young listening to what he was saying in that one song that he had on the CD, which was Buckingham Palace. And I really just was captivated. You know, I, I, 
I didn't understand what he was talking about. And that's what it really, that's what really, like, you know, took me aback. And I'm just like, how? How is someone coming up with words and, and, and rhyme schemes and sentences like this and literally making it flow on a beat and rhyming and everything? I just, you know, and I used to listen to it over and over and over again. I used to analyze it. And I told, my, I told myself very, very, at a very young age, and, and even now, like, that's how nice I want to be and that's how nice I got to be in order to, you know, really feel like I'm an MC, like I'm a, I'm a real rapper. You know what I mean? So those two people in particular, but then, of course, outside of those two, you know, the Nas's, the, the Big L's, the Big Puns, the Andre 2000s, who I just saw my dude talk about in the comment section, all those people influenced me in different ways because they all challenged me to be different. You know, I don't like to be a one-dimensional rapper that has, like, the same flow, the same kind of cadence, the same type of melodies on songs. Like, okay. I want to literally just try different things. So those two people were the cores, but everyone else were, you know, huge influences on how I wanted to be and evolve as an artist. Okay. Okay. So, how do you feel? You know, you got you got yourself. You got yourself. You got Crazy Eight the Great. You got Clutch yep. Boy Wonder. So how yep. do so how do y'all feel? You know, about you being one one of the pillars of and Geekster the Nerd, and you know, being a foundation. You know, a pillar of core. You know, nerd rapper. How do I feel about it? I, I mean, I feel great about it, dude. Like, I think it's really, really cool. Like, I, I have this conversation with them all the time. And I just think it's something that's very refreshing to the airwaves of music. You know, again, I feel like we get a lot of inspirational music about people's lives and stuff like that. And that's great. You know, mm -hmm. I love to hear about, even look, even the gun balance and stuff like that. It's what they experience. Now, it may be saturated, but it's still something that they experience that's around them in their environment and stuff like that. But I feel like a lot of musicians and artists are very timid when it comes to talking about other things about their life because mm -hmm. they feel as though they should conform to the industry standard of what's popping, which is club music or talking about a lifestyle that you don't actually pursue or have killing or just, you know, deal. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. So to be able to rap about things like myself, um, I'm speaking myself personally, you know, characters from a third person and giving people a breakdown of this character, especially if you never heard about them before. I think it's really, really fascinating. And the way that Clutch and Pete and all the other people that you mentioned do it too is dope because then it's like you're giving music to a certain subgenre and category of people that like these things and mm -hmm. it gives them something to listen to outside of what else is happening in the industry currently. You know what I mean? Like right. it's listen, I love listening to all different types of music. But it's rare that you get to listen to something that truly, truly interests you. I mean, if you're a person that likes computers and you hear a person that raps about computers all day, it's like, dang, it's, it's really dope because it's like, how did he know that? You know what I mean? Like, how did he know about the microchips and the processors and stuff? You know what I mean? So it's like to, to do what I do and for them to do what they do and to get feedback from people like yourself and others. And they're like, man, this is so cool. Or, yo, the way you rap about this character makes me want to watch the show and I don't even watch anime. That's really, really encouraging. And it makes me want to just continue to do it. And, and it shows me that I'm on the right path of what I actually see myself doing in the future as an artist. And I think it's just, again, really, really cool. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I feel really, really good about it. And, I, and I'm confident that it's just going to keep going further and further than what it actually is because it, it's been around for a while. And I think some people were just missing the Easter eggs, like, you know, people like MF Doom and Wu-Tang mentioning and, and, and labeling some of their, you know, albums, Iron Man and all this stuff. You know what I mean? So now right. to see it like really in the forefront of people cosplay rapping and 
really, really going hard with these characters and the metaphors and the and all that stuff. It's really, really refreshing. And I think it's so, so cool that it's finally getting the shine because it, 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 it's here to stay. It's here to stay for sure. You know, and going while you was talking uh crazy eight great to say he wrote everything that you saying. of right course now. he has of course he has him and clutch they write they write all my music of course you know what i deserve this though because i every time these dudes go live with someone doing an interview or whatever i always say that i wrote their stuff and that i did everything for them and even though that's the real truth that's the real truth by the way that's the real truth but um you know listen man they can say what they want at the end of the day they still owe me millions they all owe me millions of dollars <laughs> I mean, so for my people that's, yeah, that's I, listening to this on the radio, if y'all can see the comments that's going on right now, Crazy Eight said, I wrote his next five responses. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I'm telling you, I deserve this. I literally deserve this. I do this for them in their lives all the time. So I literally deserve all of this right now. Oh, it's man. Funny. But everybody, welcome, welcome to this awesome interview. We got my boy Hieroglyphus at the bottom. It's kicking yes, it sir. with us at the Blurred Over interview. And my next question is going to be for you. What animes are you messing with right now? Oh, wait, am I messing with right now? Currently? Uh-huh. Uh, currently, yeah. All right, so I just finished Jujutsu Kaisen. Super, mm. super fire. Yes. Super fire. Um, I'm still watching Code Geass. Also super, super fire. Okay. Um, I started tapping into everything that I haven't finished because of the busy schedule that I have. So trying to finish up Black Clover, mm. trying to tap into Dr. Stone Season 2, Promised Neverland season two, Attack on Titan season four. So I'm really, really behind. But Code Geass, I would say, is what I'm really, really um, checking out right now. And Tokyo Revengers, also really, really dope. Um, yeah, those, those are the shows I'm currently watching. But like, then again, every day though, people in this comments and you know, and, and people that I know in real life, yo man, you guys got the show. You and I'm like, damn man, like I can't watch all of these. Like it's one thing with it's the shows that have one season because then it's like, all right, I can fit that in. But when they're like, yo, check out this one show. Okay, cool. How many seasons you got? Six, bro. You got to catch up. I'm like, what? I'm like, there's no way. I'm still watching this other one that has like 600 episodes. Like, I can't do this. And then it sucks too because people are like, crap about so-and-so. And I'm like, I have to, I don't want to just look up information. I want to actually know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. give me like a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'll get there because even with Jujutsu Kaisen, like people were telling me months ago, the dude rap about Itadori and rap about Toto and rap about Gojo. I don't know who these people are. Let me You're just saying names. I don't know. I don't want to just look it up either because then you guys are going to call me out on it. Like, did he even watch the show? So give me some time. You know what I mean? But yeah, that, that's what I'm currently watching right now. You know, um, people told me about a few other shows that I need to check out, but I'm just trying to catch up on the ones that I have been currently watching and then get into the new ones. You know what I mean? But it's just, it's just too much, man. I know, you know, it's like, there's, there's like a new anime literally every day, every, every day. day, every day. And they're going to be like, hey, have you watched it yet? It's like, man, nigga, no, it just came out. No, Give me yeah. time. I, God, I'm still, yeah, it's like, I'm still I trying can't, to watch, you know, up. I'm still trying to finish on, one piece, even though we got like a hundred and five inches or so. Dude, I don't think you're ever gonna finish that. That's not going anywhere. I know it's you not. I know you've been seeing the I know you've been seeing the memes about that stuff too, oh, that, yes. that show particularly like where it's like, Oh, twenty thirty-five. Oh look, one piece is done. It's like new story arc. <laughs> and it's like, God damn, man, like is this show ever gonna end? Like, are it, they ever gonna find it? <laughs> no. God, well, but yeah. And so and my next question is gonna be what anime, you know. Welcome, welcome to you in into the anime world. All right, so I think 
and I could be wrong, I think we can all say that when we first started watching anime, we didn't know it was anime. I think we just looked at it as like, maybe like, you know, some cool cartoon that came on show, blah, blah. So I would have to say, uh, this is the North Star, because even though that's in the mm. 80s, I'm not born in the 80s. My brother used to put that on all the time. Like, you should watch this show. It's really, really dope. And I'm like, oh, what is it about? About this dude, one hit your dad. And I'm like, really? I'm like, really? One hit dead? You know what I mean? So he used to show me little snippets of that show constantly. But then, you know, I was heavy, heavy into the Yu-Gi-Oh! and the Pokemon and stuff like that. Mm. And the Sailor Moon. And it's crazy because I appreciated them when I was younger, but I fully appreciated them as I got older because I was like, yo, this is some elite shit right here. Like, this is really, really dope. Like, these are some classics. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, it's a 90s show and, you know, we were all watching when we were younger. Like, no, this is dope. You know, the Inuyashas, all that stuff. So, yeah, I would have to say this is North Star, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. Those were the ones that were, like, core for me. And then I just started branching out further and further, you know, starting with the 90s ones and then, going even further out, you know, and I was like, man, these shows, man, they're just so, so good. But yeah, now Pokemon's probably my favorite. Like I have like Pokemon tattoos, everything. Really? I want to get some, <laughs> yeah, I want to get some Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos. Like that, that right there. I have all, oh yeah, I got Master Ball over here. Okay. Quick Great Ball. Oh, I got Magmar and Scyther on my side. Oh, he, like those, he, he dedicated. Stuff. Okay. I, I yeah, see. nah, those, I got all the games, everything like that. That right there, that's my, that's my jam right there. I love Pokemon. That's, the that's it. Haro, let me ask this question. Is this you? Here know, we go. We found. I since I found your niche. I found your fandom now. So I gotta know this. Do you know the Pokemon rap? The Pokemon way. <laughs> you talking about the one? You talking about the one that they actually played in the show? Like after the, like the theme song? Yes. Yeah. Listen, I'm not even gonna sit here and even tell you. Yes, I know it off the top of my head. Like, nah, maybe when I was younger, mm-hmm. I had it down packed. But right now, nah. Like, if you were to put the music on, I would look like a fool over here. Like, yeah, yeah, hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. And, like, sitting, like, two, three lines and the ones that I used to know. And the rest is like, you know, yeah, yeah. I heard it. I heard it. But, uh, yeah, nah, back then, though, I was dedicated as hell, dude. Like, on TV all the time, the music, everything. Anytime he was like, who's that football? I'm like, come on, man. This is a joke. Like, why are you even doing this? Like, come on, stop. You know what I mean? But, yeah, nah, at the time. I definitely knew it, but now, absolutely not. I'm not even going to sit up here and lie to you and say I know it. I don't know no. it at all. Oh, man. <laughs> I got crunk. I said, man, if he could spit this, I was like, bro, this going this gonna to end the whole interview. Oh, wait a minute. Hey, Yo, I wish. Give me one sec. I got to get my charge on my phone finna die. My fault, people. I yeah, fucked, no, I no, fucked sure. up. I fucked up. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. Talk to you guys while I'm in here. Hey, how's it going? Hey, even though he's recording this on his podcast, it doesn't matter. Oh, well, it's my show now. How's it going? Yeah, right. Hopefully he can't hear me. Hopefully he can't hear me. Even if he doesn't, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. What am I doing? I don't care. <laughs> oh, shit. Terrible up here. Terrible. My shit. Oh, hey, he's back. How's it going? Hey, blurred over. Hey. How's it going? Oh, not back. He's not black yet. Oh, hey. How's it going? All right. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Sorry about that, people. He's black. My bad. My bad. You good. You good. You good. Wait a second. You had to charge so much that your glasses came off? What happened? <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> when I get into the interview, they always come off. So I, I, that's, that's my thing. That's but, how you know it's going to get serious. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, so your fan was Pokemon. So, like, yeah, I love Pokemon. What, what about Pokemon that kind of that stood out to you, kind of like get to get the tattoos to, like, you know, to get the Pokemon tattooed on you? Like, what, what stood out to you about that 
So the show I thought was really cool for a lot of reasons because as I was younger watching it, I was like, this is so cool. I mean, like, who wouldn't want to have, like, pretty much pets that follow you, that protect you when you're just traveling the world and you're just killing it and just battling people over it. It's like, this is so cool, right? And then as I started watching it as I was growing older, I'm like, man, this dude's got a lot of issues capturing some of the, like, really, really unique and rare ones, you know? Like, that's why I have Magmar and Scyther, because, mm. you know, when he first tried to catch Scyther, Scyther was also like, nah, get the hell out of here, you ain't catching me, you know what I mean? And then Magmar, he had to go into a volcano to get him and all that stuff, and then I was like, this is, like, some real dedication right here. Like, I don't know if I'm, like, Ash, like, I think I would just stay in the fields, like, maybe I'll just catch a Magmar or Scyther out here. This is also like, nah, I gotta go in there. And I'm like, do you know, do you? But then what really started to stick out to me, though, as I was growing older, was the the parts of the show and that, that literally made no sense. I'm like, wait a second. Let me watch the show from the beginning again. Isn't Ash like 11, 12? Like, why did his mom just go, listen, forget school, just go out there, travel the whole world, capture monsters that can kill you, and just be the master. And I'm just like, she's She's like, she's the real MVP of the whole show for letting your kid do that, and he's a legend. Yeah, I'm like, this is really crazy. I'm like, and then I'm thinking like, all right, this is about to be a dope show. This dude's about to go out here, kill it. There's gonna be other people competing for the mastery and blah. blah. And the next thing you know, Gary comes along in like episode five, like, yeah, I already got all the badges. I'm out, and I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I'm like, what? I'm like, it's just like that, you know. But I always thought, again, I always thought it was cool that you know, this dude is just going out here meeting people. And just literally capturing monsters that have different abilities and everything, and he's just battling other people with these monsters just to see who's dope or not. You know what I mean? And it's and it's and and the monsters are cool with it. That's the that's the crazy thing. Like they don't gotta obey their trainers. They couldn't just like nah, dude, like f this. But like they're actually cool with it. Like you know what? Hey, an Onyx over there. I am gonna hit him with a water gun just because you said so. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I always thought it was kind of cool, you know. But then of course I always thought it was interesting too that. There's clearly no language speaking classes in the show or that that I remember. So it's like, wait, you're going out to this world that you don't know anything about, but hey, when you want to talk to a Pikachu, it's just Pika Pika, Pika, oh yeah, yeah, you're right, Pikachu, let's just chill over there. You're right. I mean, I think that's what you said, but hey, why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like And that's the thing that killed me too. How do you understand of what they saying? Like, tell me what I'm missing, because I don't see no I know, subtitles. But- it didn't make no sense. I'm like, it's Brock too. Like Brock would seem like he was the real like historian about it. Cause he's just like, Oh yeah. By the way, my geo dude just said that, you know, we got to go over this ridge. And I'm just like, geo doesn't even talk. Oh, so what, like, what? Where, where, how do you know that? You know what I mean? Like this is, this is mind bothering me. Like I don't get it. You know? So I always thought that was so funny. And then some of the Pokemon don't even say their name. They just make noises. Like literally like Pidgeot is just like, and he's like, you're right. You're right. It's going to be a nice day today, Pidgeot. You're right. <laughs> and that, I'm just like, really? That's what he meant? Really? That is true. So, like, so like it, it, makes me, it makes me wonder, like, okay, so when you don't capture these Pokemon and you just see them walking in the field, are, do you understand them then? Like, when you see a Hippolyte walking through the field, is he like, hey, look, there's trainers over there. There's trainers. They might capture us. And he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard you. All right. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like. I don't. I, I always thought that was so so funny, and I was like, "Yo, this show is just so dope. Like, it don't make sense. At but I don't all. make it make sense." But, you know what I mean? So, it's so yeah, colorful. I love Pokemon. And so funny. And let's talk about this. Let's talk about how they have a thousand Nurse Joys and a thousand Officer Jennies in every damn town. 
I don't get it. I was like, are y'all clones or what am I missing about this particular story? There are no male police officers whatsoever at all. It's just all women and they're all male, female nurses, everything. They all look alike, different hairstyles, different color. And I'm just like, dang, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, and this, I know their legs are tired. They only walk, you know, (laughs) meanwhile, Gary's got a car and he's like 13. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm just like, then there's that. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. You know, like this. As I grew older, I was like, "This is really not starting to make sense to me." I don't get it. Like, no one. Like, some people don't work in the show. Like, Ash's mom don't work. She's just in the house. She's just chilling. No father around. Just but making it sleeping up. Like, I just don't get it. There's no cell. Uh, there's no cell service. I don't see him paying any bills. None of that. They're just gathering food out of nowhere. They're eating Pokemon food when you think about it. They're eating, you know, Brock's just this amazing cook out of nowhere. Misty and Brock left their gym. They didn't even say they, who they left them in charge with. They're just like, I'm out of here. F this place. I guess I'll follow you to be on the quest of a mastery. Right. I'm not going to be a master myself. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But it's interesting nonetheless. It is interesting. Very, inter- very interesting. And also, we're going to acknowledge the fact that we know every episode we're going to see Team Rocket. So I was like, you really you really think that was going to come and follow you? Yeah, like, I, I'm surprised Giovanni didn't fire them by now. Like, you know, they failed like a thousand times. Like, I'm surprised he wasn't like, yo, guys, you guys, this is like, what, 966 attempts? Like, it's, it's over. Like, Jesse, hang it up. Jesse James, uh, come to my office. You know what? Y'all, y'all do great. I'm lying. Y'all don't do great work. But um, yeah, like y'all might need to do a change a different career path. I don't know what y'all maybe become Jehovah Witness. I don't know. But y'all kissing Ash and Pikachu, it's not working out. So we're gonna have to terminate. How are they not? How are they not dead? How are they not dead? Haven't they been blasting off forever? Like miles in the air, falling. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. And how's Ash not dead? Fire blast from Charizard all the time. Thunder from Pikachu. Sure. Hydro pump from Blastoise. Like it. <laughs> Make it make sense. Like, I don't get it. Did, and then and the characteristics of these Pokemon, they're like, Snorlax is strong enough to break boulders. Punches Ash in the face. Ash just has a little welt, and that's it. And I'm just like, oh, he should be finished. He should be dead. He should be dead. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's questions that it's need funny. answers. And I agree with you. That None of yeah, that nah. made sense at all. So, moving on for Pokemon. Hilarious. What else? Like, okay. You said Yu-Gi-Oh! So, what so about let's talk about Yu-Gi-Oh from from Yu-Gi-Oh to Seto Cabra to Heart of the Cards which I still didn't believe in that quote because no ah, I still like Heart of the Cards like oh my goodness I think that's another reason why I liked the show because growing up I was like wow these monsters and stuff are really cool it's a different concept because now they're just cards you know but then again as I grew older I'm like wait a second this doesn't make any sense I'm like. There's specific moves on these cards that they have to adhere to, but like you hear Yugi sometimes saying like, "Dark Magician, dodge that!" Like, no, 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 he can't dodge that. He's supposed to stand there and take it. <laughs> like, <laughs> get out of here! Like, that's not how it's supposed to work, you know. And then, you know, the fact that there's guns in the show, the dude Bandit Keep lost. He pulls out an actual gun, like, oh, over a card game. Relax. And right. like, the biggest thing of them all is this dude Yami Yugi is like, like this dude is like literally like what my height six feet but then turn back to regular Yugi but they never notice it they never notice it they're just like la 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 no big deal look at him you know he's, I guess he's a sparrow and then he turns back to small again they're like hey what's up Yugi and then like literally like season seven then they're like wait a second does this still get kind of taller a little bit or something? you don't notice anything different about this guy like really you guys just didn't see that transformation of him 
floating in the air and the with the knuckles are shaking <laughs> with the gold, like, with the gold ore behind him. I was like, y'all didn't notice Yo. that. And then another thing too, what kind of starch was he using? Because that jacket stayed open. I was like, this shit is Yo. amazing. That's jacket amazing. Stayed open, the hair stayed pointy. I mean, it didn't make sense. Like these dudes are just going at it for a card game, killing people over a card game. Like you're going to have to blast me off this mountain. If you want to win, like, dude, something that deep, like relax. Like, like seriously, we're playing a card game right here. But then, yeah, the heart of the card thing. Well, no, but then again, you got people would kill you over spades. So I kind of like, huh? Okay. Now nah, you're right. They you're go definitely hands right about that. They go hand in hand. But, but that, that heart of the card thing, man, I, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of the show, but there were times where I was just like, all right, this dude, Pegasus, Kaiba, Merrick, they got this dude beat. I mean, their strategy is perfect. But then, of course, Inner Yugi's like, all you need to do is just draw that one card. There it is. Yes. Gets it every time. I'm just like, amazing. And then <laughs> we all know that Sato Cabro, he had the, the three eyed, blue eyes, white dragon. Yeah, blue eyed dragon. Yep. You had one too. And he had, he had it in his hand. Yu Gi Oh had um, the guy. You had to, you had to get his. Body parts were oh Exodia. 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 I was like, bro, this man got three. What are the odds of that? He got three. What are the odds of that? Exactly. And Sato Cabra got three white dragons right now in his hand. You you just got the head. You got to get the arms, both of them, the chest, the legs, the legs. You got even to get the the mouthpiece. So, what what are you doing? I'm just I'm just like I'm puzzled because I'm just like it should be over right here. You got forty cards in your hand. There's no way you gathered all like five or six. No problem. And then it's just, got it. Obliterate. I win. And it's just like, what? Like, that's so wild. And seeing Kaiba's face, like, ah! And I'm just like, <laughs> how does he pull it off? How does he pull it off? It's like, it's a guaranteed W as long as he says hard of the card. That's the exactly. As long as he says that, it's over. You lose. Like, no matter how good you are. I tried it when I was buying my, my, my groceries. I knew I ain't had no money in my car. I was like, hard of the cards. Mm. Decline. There it is. Shit, Yugi, oh, you fucked me. There up. it is. <laughs> yo, I, yo, it's funny. I'm not gonna lie. Growing up, I used to do that shit for everything. Like literally, I'm like, even when I got a test back in school, part of the cards, I got a ninety, and I'm like up oh, sixty eight. I'm just like, well, that didn't work. That did not work. I guess it only works with Yu Gi Oh cards. <laughs> like, hey, you going home taking your parents your report card? Hard of the cards, boy. You got all. Right? You got all else. Shit, Yu Gi Oh, like, what are you doing? Damn, like why, Yami, why didn't it work for me? You know what I mean? Like I don't get it. Like <laughs> crazy. I'm not the chosen one. I'm not the reincarnated uh, version of a, of a pharaoh. Clearly, it, it, exactly, exactly. Oh, we have another question for you, good sir. And this is from the Empress herself. She asks, "Who would you like to cosplay?" Good question. Ooh, so good question, Jasmine. I was actually going to go to BlurredCon. I was going to go to BlurredCon, but I'm not going. I'm not able to go. But the oh. person that I was going to, the person that I was going to blur, uh, costly was was Kanapika the first day, and Nalfami from Rising of the Shield Hero. Oh, shit. super underrated. I feel like no one really cosplayed that person. By the way, it's an underrated show. By the way, too. It is. But yeah, it I was going to do. I was. Gonna, I was definitely going to do Kanapika, not the. Uh, the blue and red outfit he had, but the yellow and gold one when he first fought uh, Uzo. Ooh, I was like, yo, when I first saw that outfit, I was like, this shit is so clean. I was like, I need that with the with the metal like things that he has for the nun. I was like, I need that. I need that so hard. I need that. But, oh, wow. Yeah, that's what I would do. But I also do have like a Lord Deal cosplay from uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I think that would be dope too. Like, you I like the very wait, wait, out wait, of the wait, box. Hold on. Wait, wait. You, you pissed me off right there. You said who? Lord who? 
Lord Dio, Lord Dio. <sighs> the world. Why you the fuck, world. Why you fuck with Dio? Out of all people, out of all the villains, you said Lord Dio. Said, the, the man that a, the man can never die. <laughs> he's a dick. He's a dickhead. I, I I think that's why I like him because he's a dickhead. Like when I first watched the show, I'm not gonna lie, those first couple of episodes, I was like, dude, why did you such an asshole for? I'm like, exactly. Damn, I'm like. This dude spit in his father's face after he died. This dude killed this dude Jonathan's dog. I'm like, this dude is messed up. Dio, his body. You a whole I'm bitch. Like, I'm like, this dude is really messed up. But then when I first saw his stand, I was like, mm, pretty fire though. Pretty fucking fire. I'm like, his stand is dope. I mean, he's still a dick, but what? I don't know. I thought he was really, really cool. But he, honestly, though, he's not even my favorite. He's not even my favorite in the show, though. Um, Who's your favorite? I like... Uh, my favorite favorite show is uh, Bruno uh, Bucciarati. I'm sorry, his Zipperman. Yo, okay, that's got to be the most creative stand. Probably the most creative thing I've seen in anime to date. Like uh, a stand that allows you to zip open portals and to go into them and then zip people off and everything. I was like, yo, like, have you seen the whole show? Have you seen the whole show? That episode where that one stand pretty much can find anyone based off movement and this dude oh, is yes. just zipping his body parts off. He zipped his own heart. I was like, that is so OD. I was like, I was like think, who does that? That was clever. I said, dude, that is actually damn smart. Like, who would, Yo, who would think of that? dude is wild. And then even when, um, you know, Journal Giovanna first came in contact with him and he, they're on the train and he zipped open the port on the train. And let, I was like, yo, this dude is ill. I was like, this dude is so... Ew, I was like, that's like the, one of the most cheapest powers in the show. I'm like, you can't lose. You really you can't. can't lose. And then, oh, oh, um, Crazy. the other uh, episode when they was in the, um, when Jojo was looking for the son of, you know, the grandfather, his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, I forgot his name. The stand in that one, I liked when the dude would actually turn their face into a comic book and he actually could read that past present Bro, what's that dude's I was name? Like, um, yeah, yo, they were stuck in an infinite loop. Infinite loop trying to beat that dude. Yes. Yo, his, and then he can like rewrite your memories and everything. Yes. Dog. I was dog. Like, dog. Do you not know what I could do with that stand? I was like, bro. I'm sorry. Oops. I tell people this all the time. If you haven't watched Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, that's probably one of the most creative animes in my, in, in my whole and, entire existence. I'm sorry. The, the stands bro, on that show bro. are... He, People sleep, people sleep on Super JoJo. Creative. I don't know why I said, dude, JoJo is underrated, but I said, no, it's not underrated. That JoJo Bizarre Adventure, the name itself is going to get you intrigued. Okay, it's like, okay, what's, no. what's so bizarre? And you, when you first work, when you watch the first episode, tip it from line, when you watch the first episode, you like, yeah, what the fuck? Shows, and, what and the crazy happen? thing is that it takes it takes a left so quick too because you really think it's going to be about that like Haman breathing thing for a long time and the next thing you know it's like nah nah star platinum and all these I'm like these are so crazy and then the one uh, what was it the one stand that can like literally like turn into the person in reverse time and show you what happened in that time period I'm like yo this is so crazy I'm like who came up with this shit I'm like who did this like this is so creative man like super creative I'm sorry that show was crazy I it love is. that show it that is. show's fire and then that show's fire and what sealed it when Golden Winds ended they came out with my boy Casey and Jojo <laughs> yeah right yeah yo Golden Winds yo Shining diamonds. You can turn any inorganic thing into an... Bro, bro, bro. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like, that shit is so fire. That shit is so fire. No. That show is 
wild. No anime should ever in history slap like that, like JoJo. No anime should yes. ever slap like that. I, I'm not gonna lie, too. When people told me about it and I saw the animation style, I was like, "This is very different from what I'm used to watching." And I did think it was kind of weird because there are some cringe episodes. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, this is really, really weird. But at the same time, I was like, it's so worth it. It is so and worth it. It gives you like seeing the animation, have everything up. It gives you the type of feel of it's more of cowboy bebop type. It, but, mm-hmm. but it got oh, how can I put it? It got a certain spin on it. It's um, mm-hmm. it's more of a theatrical cowboy bebop type of feel too. I'm yeah. like, okay, I see it, but the colors, the acting, everything was like, damn. Yeah, is- nah, the color, yeah, everything you mentioned, yeah, like, nah, dude. Even the poses that they were doing, everything, I was like, the, the outfits, everything, I'm like, yo, this show is ill. The dude with the gun that can, the bullets that can talk and he can curve, I was like, yo, this that was wild. I was like, oh, this show God. is crazy. And then the other dude that had the, um, the mini plane, the mini plane that can, that can follow people. Oh, yeah. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. yo, this is a dirty squad. I was like, this squad right here, man, that, they went against so many dope ass people. Like every time I saw, literally every time I watched the new episode, I was like, I can't wait to see what I'm going to see next. I, I know it's going to be a doper stand. It's going to be a doper stand for this and a doper one after that. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, and this is so dope. It's like every, st- and like they get every, better every time. Like, every episode, yeah. a stand will outdo another stand. I was like, dude, yep. Like the one dude that had the fishing pole that can like go. I was like, bro, come on! I'm like, this is too sick. And the other way too sick. This one, when the daddy was dead, but he had a stand that he can control you through a picture. Yeah, yo. (laughs) And then the fact that you can become a stand with the bow and arrow thing, like yes, the bow and arrow, you can get (laughs) dog. The racer stand in the in the in the tunnel, that one that was chasing you all the time, the poison stand, the one that can put you in a different dimension, the video game stand. Remember the video game episode yes. where he was playing the so, I'm like, so, who, 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 think, who sits who sits down and think about all this? I'm like, oh, I wanna try yeah, this. You know what? This whoever, be fine. Yeah, whoever created those stands, get that man a raise. Get that man a raise. You right. Seriously. You get right. him a raise. You right, Zoo. I bet. People need to watch it. But I'm saying, but when y'all watch it, y'all gonna be just like us. You can be like, dude, this shit is fire. I have to watch. JoJo is up to what? Eight, eight, eight seasons? Seven? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but it's fire. Every it's s- worth it. I promise you it's worth it. It's I'm telling you, in the beginning, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm walking myself into. But as it got further in, I was like, this is some next level shit right here. I was like, this is so crazy. This is crazy, man. This shit is so crazy. It's so dope. I'm sorry, y'all. Yada yada. I'm a fire, man. I'm a JoJo. I'm a hold hold on. Let me let me. Yeah, you see it right there. I'm a JoJo fan. Yeah, man. Look at these dudes. Clean the outfit. The white outfit. Clean. Clean. (laughs) It's clean. Okay, let's move on because we're gonna we're gonna be talking about JoJo all day. But Yo, it's, the it's, music, the Fire. music, the yeah. <sighs> like I said, let's move on. Yeah. I can't. So I can't. man, I can't. I can't. so let me ask you. Next question is gonna be Marvel or DC? DC till I die. Mm. DC till I die. DC everything. Like I wish I could show you <laughs> how much Flash stuff I have in my room. Like the Flash is my favorite superhero. I love DC. And I love Marvel too. Don't get it twisted. I do love Marvel. They're amazing. 
but DC is daddy. They will always be daddy. Um, I love giving people history lessons about it because, you know, I don't know if you know, but at one point, Marvel was actually going to go out of business and DC was like, don't worry. We, we got you. We got you. Save them. Oh, really? They actually published their stuff. Uh, yeah, they actually published their stuff under DC. Um, and most of the most famous writers and animators and colorists and cartoonists worked at DC first and then went to Marvel. You know, the Jack Kirby's and the Carmen and Patino's, all they all worked at DC first and then jumped ship. You know what I mean? Um, DC actually created the first mutants. They, they created the first mutants. They created the first um, metahumans, everything. They, they, they created the multiverse, all those things. It's like, DC's just a goat. I'm sorry. Like, DC. So, yeah, I love DC. Period. So, the touch back on that, too. Hey, y'all don't judge me. I deserve this goddamn frame. Okay. I deserve Cuphead. that shit. The, 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 the struggle I went to, I deserve this. So y'all leave me alone about that. But <laughs> so with DC, now, now granted, I like DC. DC have some great stories mm-hmm. from Batman to Superman, Wonder Woman. Then you got the Dark Metal series when you got the Batman who okay. laughs, the Red Death, mm-hmm. the Daybreaker. Yep. I was like, oh my God. But. Who are your top five heroes in the DC universe? My top five heroes. Okay. The Flash, obviously. That's number one. Barry <laughs> Allen, The Flash. Easy. <laughs> okay. I love Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. That's my favorite one. Okay. Um, that's the one that's an artist. Super, super dope. I love him. I got a question about that, too, for you, too, but go ahead. Okay. I love Batman, of course. I mean, Batman is come on. I say, yeah, come on. You can't not like Batman. I mean, you can hate him, but it's like <laughs> you can hate him, but it's like Batman. Um, I like Karate Kid from the Legion of Superheroes. Mm. Super, super ill. Probably the best hands in all of DC. Okay. And um, I love Martian Manhunter. I'm sorry, he slept wow. on. People do not understand how OP this dude is. I mean, he has like the corniest weakness in the world. But he's still OP, like broken, broken. Isn't, you know what I mean? Like, isn't his um weakness fire? Yeah. So there's, yeah. A, there's okay. So there's a funny thing about that. So his weakness definitely is fire, and that's only because you know on his planet, I think what like that was like a trauma thing for him. So it's not mm-hmm. actually a weakness. It's, it's more so a he saw his family go through the depth of fire. So when he had it exposed to him. He looks at it as a weakness. It's kind of like a it's like a placebo thing. Okay. You know, but um but yeah, it's not really his weakness, but um it is his weakness at the same time. But other than that, he has no other weaknesses. We- so mm. it's like he's just he's like Superman on crack. You know what I mean? Like seriously, like, yeah. this dude is really, really, really broken. But yeah, now nah, Flash will always be number mm. one though. I'm sorry. Like okay. Teamsters in general. And, they hold DC down. And I'm, we're going to touch back on that as well. We have some good conversations. So, granted, when I was growing up, I only thought it was only one core of the Green Lantern. Green. That's all I thought. Yep. But, okay. when, but when I got older, I was kind of like, he yellow. Mm-hmm. he yellow. Okay. Blue. All right. He blue. Purple. He red. <laughs> he what? Wait, what is going on? I I was this yeah. I was this year's old when I found out that dude there are multiple core groups in the DC universe. You just nine of them. you just knew you just knew about the Green Lantern, but there are exactly. plenty of more. <laughs> yep, nine of them. It's crazy, man. And I was just as flabbergasted as you were. I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" I was like, 
are they just like Green Lantern, but just different colors? And then to find out that they all have different abilities too, like, oh, the blue can like enhance the green and then the yellow can do this. And this. I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, wild. This is so crazy. And then to find out some of our favorite heroes were actually granted rings, you know, like mm. Superman almost got one and Batman got one and Flash. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, it's supposed to be the most powerful thing in the universe. And then you got people that are already powerful things in the universe getting those too. Like, I'm like, this can't even be fair. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, nah, I mean, I love Kyle Rayner. He's, he's broken, dude. Like he's too broken. He's too good. I mean, it's, it's the whole power is based off your imagination. So a given an artist, a ring is just like, that's a cheat code right there. A cheat code. You know what I mean? Like, come on, like, come on. But dude, uh, I mean, oh god! And then you said, who you said was your favorite? Your favorite lantern? Uh, Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner. Okay. Yep. And why by Kyle Rayner did you like for him as your favorite lantern? So his origin story shows him and his girlfriend chilling. You know, him being an artist, and you know, he gets the Green Lantern ring, and the Major Force comes down, sees where the ring landed, and he, you know, he has it, and the Major Force kills his girlfriend, throws her like in a refrigerator or something like that. So he ends up getting really pissed off, kills him. But the best part about his origin is that when you get the Green Lantern ring, I'm sure you know this, you're supposed to report to Oa immediately. Okay. You're supposed to, as soon as you get a Lantern ring, if exactly. you're a new recruit, you're supposed to report. It's actually supposed to just take you there. Like, boom, you go there. Exactly. But since Major Force came down and beat up his girlfriend, he didn't leave. And one of the main reasons why you report to Oa is not to learn, not just to learn what sector you're going to be guarding and about the powers and how to fight, but it tells you about the weaknesses too of having a ring and the responsibilities and one of the weaknesses that they tell you is that if you're in the presence of yellow you get weakened but since he didn't report to oa he didn't know that so the the, the yellow color didn't affect kyle rayner at all at all and it never did because he didn't report to noah to have that instilled in his mind so it can mess with him and then of course you know when i saw the fight between him and major force it really really like shifted my you know my uh my favorite towards him because i'm just like wow when you see how jordan's fight he uses like boxing gloves and mm-hmm. hammers and rockets but yeah. this dude kyle rayner's making electric chairs and swinging guillotines and i'm like this is this is od i'm like this is really wild out here with these constructs i'm like damn hey, you gotta and ask yourself fight, dude yeah like, what is going on in your mind yeah exactly like and then to find out later on that he eventually absorbs all the rings, becomes Ion, does this. I'm just like, yo, Kyle Rayner is just broken. I'm like, and I love his costume design too. Everyone, you know, had their own version of their suit, you know, how they wore, if they wore a mask or where they had their symbol. So to see him have like that, like, you know, Batman-esque type mask and then his symbol was like on the corner opposed to being in the middle. And then like his whole design was just so sick. You know what I mean? I love yeah, he's he's super dope. Kyle Rayner is amazing. He's he's not the one. He's not the one to tap. I'm telling you, you will get clocked. You will get clocked. Yeah. And th- thank you for sharing that because we're gonna go on to your to your favorite, your number one guy. But I had to ask you this before we we move. How did you feel about Ryan Reynolds being the Green Lantern? You know, I actually thought, from a physical standpoint, from a visual standpoint, he fit the bill. He had the look of a Hal or a Kyle. He did. And honestly, I don't even blame him for the movie itself. I think the writers screwed the movie up because Sinestro looked badass. The constructs didn't look as bad. Like, I thought they were going to look corny, but it didn't look as bad. But the storyline was just complete garbage. It It was. was just terrible. It was terrible. 
So he looked great. His suit looked great, everything. But it's just he didn't have a really good story to base off of. So that's why I was just like, oh, but no, I mean, I didn't think he was bad. I did not think he was a bad Hal Jordan at all. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't give him another shot at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he's killing it at Deadpool. But I don't. I, I honestly didn't think it was that bad. I really didn't think it was that bad, to be honest with you. Okay. The movie was bad, but him as being Hal Jordan was not. I didn't think it was that bad. Okay. Okay. Now, to your number one guy, The Flash. Number one. Yes. Barry Allen. Allen. So, Barry Allen. Let's go with that. So, right here. Barry Allen. I love it. The Flash. I love it. So, oh, man. So, break it down. Why Barry Allen? Why The Flash? So, Barry Allen, he just kind of like reminds me of myself. You know, he's a forensic scientist at the Central City PD. You know, mm-hmm. I went to school for science and stuff like that. He's always late. He's clumsy. He's a he's a nerd. He really loves his job. And I, I always saw myself in him. And I always thought it was kind of cool that he used to read the comic of the Golden Age Flash, always saying that he wanted to be the Flash. So when he became it, it's like, come on. It's like every dude's dream. It's like It's like a... It's like a foreshadow. It's like, damn, I'm reading it right now, and he's reading the comic too. You know what I mean? It's like, this is so cool. So I always thought he was really, really cool. And the number one thing that I really, really liked about him is that, you know, I love that he incorporated his science expertise in the villains that he fought. You know, Batman does it a lot too. Like, he'll be like, all right, cool, I got to use this gadget to do this. But, like, I love the fact that Barry would be put in a crazy jam against, like, Mirror Master or Abracadabra or Top, and Mm. he'd be like, in order for me to get out of this, I have to vibrate my molecules with this frequency. And I was just like, that's so cool. <laughs> like, how do you know that? Like, how do you know that? Like, and, and I also thought it was ironic too, because it's just like, you saying that is wasting time. Just do it. <laughs> but he's just like, no, I have to think about this first. I have to calculate how fast to do it. And I'm like, yo, this is just so funny, but like so cool. And I also felt like his power is very versatile too. Like, you know, people look at him and they're just like, oh, he just runs fast. And it's like, no, this dude can do a lot with his powers. I mean, he really travel, can intangibility the the cyclone hands that he does i mean he, he can really do a lot and i always thought that was just so creative how he used his powers like you try to fly away from him he can run on air molecules and if you try to you know go to the water he can run on water and it's like it's just it's very very impressive so yeah now i love the flash i have literally the flash everything like now everything you can think of it's crazy now I want to show you this. I want your honest opinion. I know I, I think right, I know the go. answer. So I'm gonna show you this. I love collecting these, but this one stood out to me when we started talking about the Flash. I looked over. I was like, "Damn, I did have this." So tell me how you feel about this, and tell me who you think will win. Oh come on now! We already know who. <laughs> first of all, we already know who won. Flash won. I oh, man, I loved that. Yo, reading that was so dope because that charity race that they did was so fire. And I know how fast Superman actually is, you know, especially when it comes to his flight. He's very, very fast, but on foot, he's not as fast because that's not how he usually transports himself. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to ever sleep on him either and say that he's slow. He's definitely not. But the Flash, especially Wally, I'm, I'm talking about Barry. Wally is a different story, but the Flash is just, he's what? too broken, man. He's too broken, you know? So you say Wally. I love that. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, dude. I was just having a conversation with uh, what's his name? I was having a conversation with King Pac-Man before, and I was like, no, Wally is just Wally is a, a whole beast. different level. But yeah, nah, Barry, Barry is the number one. Like, dude, he he smoked Superman. He smoked him, and then when they raced again, and Superman's like, look, I'm keeping up with you. He's like, dude, that's for charity. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> like, 
And like the group went, I was like, come on, bro. Like, why are you oh, you going against someone that literally runs for a living, bro? Like, you, you fine, Superman. Like, you hey, fine. Like, stick to your lane. Like, Superman had that, he had that mean, like, I felt dis- yeah, disrespected. I'm like, okay. Yeah, he got humbled. He got humbled real quick. But yeah, nah, I love the Flash. You know what I mean? I know, I know there's a lot of like contradictions in him, you mm-hmm. know, because people are like, yo, he's, he's so fast. He's faster than an auto second. And he's a hundred times the speed of light, but he gets caught up by Captain Cold and Heat Wave. And I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely right. But the other number two, he's also not trying to break the time barrier and, and, and you Which know, collapse space around him. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have to be mindful of those things when he's fighting these people. So, And the funniest thing about that but, too, people realize Flash can really, if you watched every DC movie, animated movie, they always go to Flash. Hey, Flash, can you go ahead and um? He saved the day. Reverse Every this. Time. Reverse this force. <laughs> Shit, no problem. The, the two people that they always rely on is Superman and the Flash. Flash. Like if they don't, if Superman can't do it, they're like, Yo, Flash, you gotta hold this down real quick. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Running back in time. Yeah. Or doing something, and people don't realize this too. I don't know if you know this, but um, the speedster they actually made this a, a fact. The speedsters actually hold the DC continuity together. Like without them existing the DC universe would actually just collapse within itself. Like the speed force, the fifth dimensional, uh, fifth dimensional, the speed force actually holds the DC universe together. So if they all cease to exist, Bart, Jay, Barry, Wally, Max Mercury, Zolomon, all literally. Oh, wow. I did DC not. universe would not even be there. Yeah. It's like they're, they're too, they're too OP, man. They're, having a speedster on your squad already it's a plus. Here's a W for you. It already here's a W for you. So having more than one is just like don't even don't even do it. But yeah, no, I love the Flash man. Like I I can't get enough, dude. Like I really cannot get enough of that character. It, it doesn't make any sense. I wish I was the Flash. If 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 someone came in my room right now, like yo, come to DC Universe. I'm at blurred over. It's nice when you get bro. I'm at you. I can't help. Take care. Like I cannot help. Oh man, need it. bro. This has been awesome. We had made it to the hour mark and. This was awesome. So how did did you enjoy it? No, super enjoyed it, man. I, again, I'm glad and I'm, and I'm happy to be here, man. Like it was an honor, you know, allowing me on your platform to talk to you as long as we did, you know, <laughs> about what we did too. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you are cutting me off. Cause like you say, like we can keep going with the JoJo's our adventure, the flash, everything. That's what took I us over. Go. That JoJo took us over. Cause we got like, Oh shit. Whoa. We talking about, let's get it. We talking about JoJo. It's too <laughs> crazy, man. It's way too crazy, man. It Super is. fire, man. But I do appreciate you having me, man. Uh, bro, before you go, I got to ask you one question. All right, here we go. Would you like to play a game? Uh Oh, let's get it. Sound. <laughs> All right, so here's the games that I play with my people. Here we go. Five games. It's up to you which one you want to play. So I'm gonna break down. I'm gonna break it down for you, and you pick the one you want to play. All right. First game is Give Me Five. In Give Me Five, I will give you one topic, and in that topic, I will give you got to give me five items related to that topic. Here's the catch: you cannot say "m," you cannot say "ah." I'll do any pause in between, and you have 10 seconds. That is, give me five. Game number two is called questions. I will ask you four simple questions. And so happily, if you cannot answer these questions, you have to say Nani out real loud to activate your lifeline. Once you activate your lifeline, it could be me, or it could be the 12 people who's watching this live right now. could be your lifeline. And you only have two. So 
Use them wisely. That is question. Interesting. Interesting. Game number three. Riddle me this. Same concept as questions. Four riddles, two lifelines. Now I need to activate it. I can be your lifeline or the 12 people watching could be your lifeline. Interesting. Game number four. Everybody seems to love this one. Name that tune. In name that tune, you have five categories. Each category, you have to guess the name of that song. I could play from Dragon Ball Rock the Dragon to Family Matters. It's up to you to name that tune. And you have three clues, and I could play the song as many times as you like for you to get that. And game number five is finish the tune where I'm gonna play any theme song with the lyrics that is very popular that everybody should know. I'm gonna cut it off, and you have to finish the lyrics in that song. So, Mr. Hieroglyphics, damn, what game would you like to play? These are all dope ass games, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all dope games. I never had an interview with a game at the end. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the game where it's the questions where if I don't know the answer, I I scream Nani. Okay. I think I'm going to go with that one. So, oh, wait, wait, is there a right or wrong answer or is it just... Oh, yeah. There's a right or wrong answer. Oh. You just have to say the right okay. answer. Great. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that. And if I don't know it, I do have to scream Nani. I do have to scream Nani. But remember, four questions, two lifelines. So use them lifelines. You know, be careful with them. Now, and since you pick questions, what I'm going to do now, I am going to turn off the comments because people sometimes in the comments do put the answer and when they put the answer when I ask the question and the person don't know it the person don't know it get this because of them automatic loss so what I'm gonna do I'm gonna turn off the comments people once he say 90 the comments will come back on so let me go ahead do that right now turn you know what's so crazy though Uh, just 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 heads up real quick what's up after like maybe like 15 20 minutes ago my comments have not refreshed ever since. So really, I don't. Yep, I don't have any. You know, the last comment I see is like from uh, I forgot who it is. Like I think it says soccer. I think like that. That's it. So I can look. I don't mind. I don't <laughs> mind going blind with no lifeline. You know. But yeah, mine's have been my, my comments have been turned off anyway. So all right, let me go. Let's go ahead. Either way, say everything. Set everything go for the good old. Either way, question. I'm ready for it. All right, here goes the game. Questions. Mr. Hieroglyphics, you got four questions, two lifelines. So, are you ready for your first question? I'm ready. All right. Question number one. Your mother has four children. North, South, East. What is the last kid's name? <laughs> can you repeat? Can you repeat the question? Sure, I can repeat the question. <clears throat> Your mother has four children: North, South, East. What is the last kid's name? My mother mm-hmm. has four children, mm-hmm. and their names are North, mm-hmm. South, mm-hmm. 
and eat. Mm-hmm. And the and the ending part of it is what? What is the last child's name? He got that serious look. He's like, oh, shit. Listen to the question. Your mother, Mr. Howard Gliffords, your mother has four children, north, south, east. What is the last child's name? Is the answer my name? That's the last child's name. Your name. <laughs> thank, and you, literally, thank you. Thank you. And literally, the answer on here is your name, or you could say your name, but the answer exactly. says your name. Okay. All right. All right. Question, All right. question number thank two. <clears throat> here we go. Question number two. Seven plus six is 12, or seven plus six are 12? What is the correct? way to say it. Seven plus six is twelve or seven plus six are twelve? Mm-hmm. What is the answer? Both of those are incorrect. Why is that? Because seven plus six is not twelve. It's what? Seven plus six is 13. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. All oh, right. Oh, my goodness. All I'm right. dead. I'm dead. That's funny as hell. <laughs> Question number three. Question number three. What cube did... Aaron Rubik Rubik invented. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I have these all over my room. You see this? Uh-huh. Do you see this? Oh, I have God. these all over my room, everywhere. So. <laughs> Wow. There was no way I was getting that wrong. I'm sorry. There was no way. I'm glad you didn't get that wrong. Oh, God. I'm so glad. I was like, Autumn, you better not get this wrong. All right. Here we go. Impossible. Last question. Last question. Last question for all the marbles. Let's find a good one. Here we go. What three countries? Make up North America. North America mm-hmm. is a continent. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, <laughs> let me let me say this. Let me say this as slow as possible, so I'm not wrong. North America is a continent. Mm-hmm. There are no countries inside of said continent. There are states inside said continent. However, wait, however, 
However, <laughs> wait, wait, let me, let me, let me say this as clear as possible. Hold on. However, however, the United States is one country. Mm-hmm. You also have Alaska, which is a state in said country, but wait, hold on. You have Canada as well. And then. Well, you got two. You got two. So you say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like visualizing the map in my head. <laughs> I see you ain't just like. Let me, let me look at the map. I'm focused. Okay. I don't have it anywhere in front of me. So you have. He said USA. He said Canada. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's two. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. You said how you said three countries in mm-hmm. North America, correct? Mm-hmm. Three. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> you said United States, Canada. It's one more. Vi- visualize, visualize the map in your mind. I see it. I am. Visualize. That's what I'm really trying to do right okay. now. I'm literally visualizing it. Okay. Huh. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I think I, I think I know it, but I don't want to say it. <laughs> in, in, in the, in the, uh, um, United States, Canada. You got two. One more. There's one more. United States, mm-hmm. Canada, mm-hmm. and damn, I'm gonna sound like an idiot right now because my hit my my geography is just awful. But um, is the answer Mexico? <laughs> You win, win. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yo, listen, I was really like looking at my, my head. I was like, wait a second. I don't know. But at the same time, I think I do. So, you know what this reminds me of? You know what that reminds me of? Wait. Before I let you go. Before you, before you let me go. It reminds me of those, those dudes on the street that'd be like, you win $1,000 right now. How many continents are in there in the world? And you see people like, three, four. And I'm just like, come on, it's seven, guys, come on. So, like, literally, that one right there, I was like, this is a street corner question right now. I have to really, like, tap in. I have to tap in. So, oh, woo, man. I, chose right, I chose the right game. I chose the right game. Oh, boy. I felt, I felt the pressure for you. I was like, damn, I'm actually feeling pressure right now. I was like, shit. Yeah. I'm not even asking not the right question. <laughs> man, bro, before you go, though, go ahead and bless the people with something with your great talents to, to show them why, you know, what 
why you're so great of what you do. Go and you know what I'm talking about. He raps great for real, man. Um, man, uh, I'm not the I'm not the best freestyler in the world, but let's let's see. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of things around my room. Let's see. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, I'm a point. I'm a point. I'm gonna show you something, and can you go show off of me. that? I'll, I'll try my best. Again, I'm not the best freestyle, but I'll, I'll try my best. All right, Let's here we see. here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Ooh, ooh, man! The Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles. The Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Wow. They say, let me let me get eight bars. <laughs> eight eight bars, damn. Um, man, the pen is sharp. The pen is sharp like shredder. When I deal with girls, they love me. They get wetter. Leonardo, I got the swords. Like samurai shampoo, I'm nice. They got a slice. Mm cold as ice <laughs> hey okay oh my goodness i'm so funny yo i'm like i'm like tyler creator when it comes to freestyle this shit is so funny as hell yo i'm telling you i'm not the best freestyle in the world I'm, I'm like terrible and plus i'm like a better person when it goes when it comes to beats too but yo that right there was hilarious i'm actually yo please record this so i can post that on my page <laughs> oh it's up believe me it's recording <laughs> yo that shit is hilarious now i'm not a good freestyle i'm terrible um, that, hey, was, that, so that right there alone i'm like damn that shit was nice okay nah nah terrible terrible that shit was I mean, terrible. man bro, bro you great man <laughs> Man, bro, oh, man. at this time, I'm going to let you pub yourself, let the people know where they can find you, where, where, um, what you got working up, and it's all on you. Go ahead and pub yourself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen, listen. he got to be for real, but listen, I, I actually am way nicer than that. Trust me, I am. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it's your boy, Hieroglyphics. You can follow me on all platforms, whether it be YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, IG, TikTok. Spotify, Apple Music, Title, all under Hieroglyphics, H-I-G-H-R-O-W-G-L-Y-P-H-F-I-X, or at H-R-G-F. Man, I got a um, new project coming out soon, The Combo Mixtape Volume 3, Loves Vortex, Super Anime Podcast, and, you know, daily content constantly. After I'm done with this interview, I'm actually going to get that right into that. And, um, yeah, man, I got big things popping, man, big things popping, you know? Dope music video coming soon for a song called Cashed Out with My Brother. Right. And our group concepts. So stay tuned for greatness. And again, I really do appreciate you having me on here, man. Bro, thank really you for coming show. on. And, you know, probably one of the best interviews I've had in a long time. A long time. <laughs> so I really do appreciate it. Man, thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I know you're a busy man, but I really do appreciate it. And thank you. Nah, man. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. This was awesome, man. I hope we could do this again someday. I promise. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's get it. Oh, most definitely. So Baby boys, baby girls, what's going on? It's your boy SKIP.88 here from Blurred Over. Brought to you another awesome interview from another awesome Blurred brother, Mr. Hyro Clipping. Y'all go support him. Show him love. I promise you. The boy clean with the bars, though. He just gave you a snippet. So, WTW, what's the word? Say it with me. U-N-I-T-Y. What does that spell? Unity. This is how we want to make it life together. Y'all take care. Be blessed. And I see you next time on the Blurred Over Interviews. We out. Peace.